welcome to Moves That Matter. I am your host, Dr. Clyde Posner, a logical choice for people looking for straight talk about God. I'm glad to have you guys here. You know the price of admission to my show is always the same. Just hit the, hit the share button. Share with people who you want to see blessed. I want to remind you about a couple of things. One, my book, uh, More Than Icons and Images, that you can get at Amazon or on my website, drclyaposley.com. Listen, I need you to know that book is uh, selling well, and I appreciate your efforts to do so. More Than Icons and Images, I'm covering the hidden protest narrative of the black American athlete in the 21st century. Also, I want to tell you about a powerful Bible study that, I, that I've been teaching. It's catching on kind of online, and people are coming to both the noon Bible study at, at Antioch Church or the night Bible study. The noon one starts at 1215 and uh, st- go, stops at 1 o'clock, and the night one starts at 715 uh, and stops at 8 o'clock. And so uh, it's powerful teaching. You get to interact with me uh, personally. I, get, I answer any question that you bring up. And if I can't answer it, I'll tell you, I'll get back to you. But I, it's a time of great learning. So it's the name of the Bible study is Bible University, a comprehensive approach to rediscovering the word of God for urban ministry development. And so what I do with that is just take the word of God and use principles to show what urban America ought to be doing to revitalize itself or to establish itself as the force and wealth it is in our culture. I'm going to be right back with this powerful teaching part two Uh, of number four about why racism works in America. You don't want to miss this. God bless you, and I'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's get right back into part two of what I was talking about last week, which is number four of the uh, seven reasons I've chosen why racism still works in America. And I talked about... It's because of the mindset of the oppressed. What I was arguing was that there are many people who are oppressed by racism, several cultures, uh, African-American culture, several other uh, culture, Asian cultures, oppressed and looked down uh, upon in America. And uh, part of what keeps race moving and able to be oppressive is our mindset about it. I explained last week that the law of attraction, which is a real law whether you choose to operate in it or not, is always working for you. And the centerpiece of drawing the law of attraction, not from the universe, but from the spirit realm, the spirit realm and all of its resources know that you have dominion having that's been given to you by the sovereignty of God. And so the, all of the supplies in the world, all the necessary nouns, all the persons, places, and things that you need to carry out your dominion in the earth realm, the spirit realm is always trying to give to you. In fact, they already exist. Your supplies already uh, exist in the spirit realm if you change your mindset. Like, for example, in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6, the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. And if you put your mind on being a cheerful giver, God says, and God is able to make, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and verse 6, and the verses after, he says, if you become a cheerful giver, you've changed your mind about giving. He says, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Now, the Bible's not a buffet. You don't pick and choose parts of the Bible that you believe and parts you don't. I believe the whole Bible, and I believe that. The Bible says in Luke chapter 6, give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, and running over, men will give into your bosom. Because the same measure you meet shall be measured out, metered out to you. So, with that said, change your mindset, grace follows a changed mindset. Now, 
So what I want to talk about in part two today of number four, the fourth reason why racism continues to prevail in the world today is because our mindsets are stuck on it, is that why can't we get our minds off of racism? Why can't black cultures, why can't oppressed cultures get their mind off of racism? I, I, I hear somebody thinking now, oh, brother, you, you, you turning, you a turncoat. You, you couldn't possibly know me and think I'm cooning, or think I'm turning away. You, you couldn't know uh, Dr. Posley with, 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 with the interdisciplinary degree, multiple degrees in, in the study of race and the study of culture and the study of anthropology and think anything as ridiculous as that. What I'm telling you is that the narrative of racism and its effect today is perpetuated by people whose minds stay only on race. Why can't we get our minds off of race? There, there are a few reasons why I think we can't get our minds off of race, and part of these reasons keep us stuck in the effect in in the in the victim's position. Most people have trouble vacating victim victimization because of its trauma. It's trauma. There is a marrying of the soul in many people to traumas in their lives, and when your soul, this is good stuff. When your soul is married to trauma, it's hard to shake free. In fact, no human is able to shake their soul from the trauma of their past. Only God can do that. Let me show you what I mean. A soul is made up of, of five components. Your mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect. I want to say it again. A soul, every human soul. Is made up of five components. Your mind, your mind, not the mind of God, but your mind. Your mind, your will, your ability to choose. Your emotions, how you feel. Your imagination, how you see the world moving forward. And your intellect, what you think is truth. That all that's you. Your soul does not have necessarily any information from it from God if you don't know God. So if you have a soul that has not been lit up by the presence of the regenerating presence of the Holy Spirit, then your soul has, it still only contains what you think about the world, your imagination, your choices, your intellect. But when you get born again and the Holy Spirit moves inside of you, it begins to teach your soul. It begins to teach your, your mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect. If you are a person that's had trauma in life, but you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit regenerating you so you can start having different perspectives about the trauma that is had in your life. You can give the trauma new meaning so your new soul can give new instructions to your body to carry out. Then you're going to be a person who is always stuck in their trauma. Why? Because you don't know how to get out. The Bible told the rich uh, in the word of God in Luke chapter 19, God told the rich young ruler that if he sold all that he had and gave to the poor, he would have riches in heaven. He's the only person in the New Testament, in any of the Gospels, who ever came to Jesus seeking favor and had to go away sorrowful. Why? Because he had trauma in his soul that he would let Jesus. Jesus was trying to disconnect him from what was keeping him from having the eternal life he was looking for. But he, his soul was so married to the things of his past and the things of his life and his concept of religion that he could not get free. There are so many of us who have been oppressed by racism and oppressed by uh, the institutionalized racism and oppressed by the trauma of mistreatment 
and the and the criminalization of blackness and the rhetoric of poverty that you've been told about yourself. I, I was talking to someone the other day, uh, just just uh, other day, they were telling me uh, that this black on black crime and the murder rate that's happening in America is a shame that black people are 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 so violent toward other people. Uh, violence is not indigenous to black people. Violence is indigenous to a bad heart, an uncircumcised heart. The most gruesome, vital, wretched uh, treatment of one human of another happened in the Roman government, and those were not black people. Attila the Hun uh, and, and other gruesome killers, these were not uh, 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 people who, 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 uh, who were just black people. Uh, bl- uh, black people aren't inherently evil. Black people are not inherently wicked, but there are other black people who listen to people tell them that and let others frame your uh, your existence. And because you let people frame your existence, you let people tell you what you are based on a conduct that may not even be this happening. And you don't even know why. I need to let you know something today The a, a mind that cannot get free of his past trauma will constantly think about ways to repeat it because you, you set the boundaries of where you can go when your mind can't change there. And and then there are people who listen to people who are their oppressors, tell them about how to be free of oppression. I'm not telling you that someone white can't teach you about how to be free from the effects of racism. What I am telling you, my brothers and sisters is that there are people who who uh, have solutions for racism that don't invo- in, in, include separating or violence. There, you, you let people teach you who have some pragmatic ways to teach you how God can deliver your mind, your soul from this pain, and stop letting people uh, get you to respond. Is what I mean to their violence. In other words, there are clans members, there are white supremacists. There are individuals who perpetrate violence and still want to uh, against uh, uh, negative culture, school shootings and all these different things in the name of right, white nationalism. And if you're not careful, you will let the, the, the narrowness of their thinking provoke you into a response that that meets their demand. In other words, we'll say we'll fight uh, fire with fire. Listen. Because people are killing people does not mean that killing more people will help things. The chokehold that the NRA has on politicians is kind of focused on, it operates by that notion. The chokehold that the knife, the, the National Rifle Association, the NRA, has on most people is that the way to feel safe about all this killing and all these guns is to go buy more guns. That's what happened in Texas. Texas relaxed the laws of late. That made it easier for go people people to go buy guns because of uh, gun shootings, and now they have more and more gun shootings. Donald, ignorant Donald Trump. Yes, I said ignorant President Donald Trump. His remedy to the to the uh, Parkland shooting was let's arm the teachers. How do we think that buying more guns is going to cause less violence? That's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard anybody say. The way we can have less violence. Is to is, is 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 have bigger guns. Guess what? People who want to be violent will do when they discover you have bought a bigger gun. 
they will find an illegal way to get around a loop and find a loophole to buy an, find an even bigger gun. Violence begets violence. And the only answer to violence is to find a way to get into the mindset and into the hearts of people who want to do violence. Where does violence come from? Two sources, fear and anger, and they're always married. Fear and anger are always married. When a person has an out-of-control anger problem, they are driven by the emotion of fear. And they are stuck in a mindset. That's a different thing. I'll talk about that another time. But I need to tell, I need to say this to you because actually I'm giving to wrap up our show today and I want you to really pay attention to what I'm getting ready to say. Racism is, is perpetuated when you get stuck on co- always talking about race, always thinking about race, always thinking about what somebody took from you, what opportunities they stole. Make your own opportunities. Make better. Change your mindset. There are too many black PhDs, black millionaires, black multi-million dollar homeowners, black business entrepreneurs, black doctors, black surgeons, Latino surgeons, Latino wealthy uh, uh, people who are wealthy in America, for us to keep talking about, only thinking about what race does to us. If you keep thinking about how oppressive race has been and all you do is think about what it's doing to you, you can never focus on what God can do through you. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Stop focusing your mind your mind. And can I tell you this last thing and I'm going to be done? Uh, last week I was talking about peace and how uh, the Bible talks about there's a peace of God with paths all understanding. The rest of that verse in the Philippians uh, chapter 4, uh, there at verse 6 says, he will keep thee in perfect peace, he whose mind is stayed on thee. He will keep thee in perfect peace, he whose mind is stayed on thee. You're going to have, in a world where race is always thrown at you and you're always being pitted against each other, trying to get other people elected to get us to fight. I was listening to Al Sharpton the other day on his radio show, and there were people who had been paid basically to call in to create a fight with other people uh, on the show, trying to pit blacks against blacks. There will always be those things. But God, if you if you ask God to give you peace so you can carry out his magnificent will in your life, He will keep your hearts and minds. What is impossible with man is possible with God. If we change the way we think, we will change what we are. God bless you. I am your host, Dr. Clyde Posley. I am a logical choice for straight talk about God. If you're looking for somebody to get straight to the point about God and the word of God, I'm a logical choice. God bless you. I will see you next week.